Good morning, everyone. Welcome to St. Peter's Online. And if you're jo joining in for the first time this morning, you're really welcome with us. My name is Hanel. So last week, Ben spoke on the theme of endurance. He looked at a passage in Romans on how we can persevere through this time of trial and, and come out stronger. And he encouraged us to keep reading the Bible, keep praying, keep worshipping, and to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit to endure through this time. So we're going to keep on with the endurance theme and over the next three weeks we're going to be thinking about how we can endure with our mission statement, our vision statement here at St Peter's which is to be a family on mission to bring people home. So I get the joy of sharing how we can endure as family during this time. So what does family mean to us here at St Peter's? Well family is an opportunity to be fully known to be unconditionally loved and to become everything God has called us to be. So fully known, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then to receive unconditional love from one another and from God to deal with all that, and then to become everything God has called us to be, to help one another to become more and more like Jesus. That is our idea of a thriving, happy, family. But let's be honest, stuff is not normal at the moment. Church is not normal at the moment. Family is not normal at the moment. We are not returning to anything normal anytime soon um, in our building or beyond. And even when we do, it will not look the same that it looked before. So then how do we endure as family in lockdown? Well, I know for me, this idea of being fully known has gone to a new level in lockdown. Being locked in with your children and your spouse um, or your housemates, uh, anyone you're locked in with, you are definitely becoming more and more fully known because you're seeing one another in all the different parts of the day, all the different moods definitely fully known. But for some who are locked in on their own or locked in with people they really don't want to get to know, Fully known has gone to a different level, a lower level where you are feeling really unknown, feeling quite alone, feeling totally um, separate from people. So whether you're feeling fully known during this time or really not very known, I definitely believe we need to be receiving unconditional love from one another and definitely from God during this time. But what about becoming everything that God has called us to be that I mentioned in our, our family statement? Well, I know for me, there has been so much on hold within that during this time. I think, for, well, I, you know, I spent a lot of my time in the building before in terms of the stuff that I felt God was calling me to. Um, building community here through uh, the stuff with the young families, the children and the toddler group and the baby group and the dance at St. Peter's was something I spent three whole days of my week doing before lockdown. I loved being um, connected with our amazing community here in Brooklyn and seeing bridges being built for them to come into church. And now that has been completely stripped away, I can't come in here as I did before. I can't really meet people as I did before and make those connections. So that part of me becoming what God had called me to be and to do um, has really felt a bit on hold and I've had to find other ways to do it. And I can imagine for those who are students or um, our youth among us who are doing GCSEs A-levels and then students at university, there must be so much that is feeling on hold for you or confusing for you at this time in terms of becoming who you are called to be, doing the stuff, doing the learning, doing all the investigating um, for your uh, plans for careers, etc., and making friends and all the stuff that you love. So much of that has been put on hold. 
or those with your careers who have been furloughed or um, maybe having to work a little bit harder in your job. Um, so much of what you were maybe planning and doing um, and hoping for and that God had put before you has had to change, had to be put on hold. Or for those in retirement who are having to um, completely change the structure of their days and their weeks because they can't go to the groups and do the things that they did before that made them feel alive, made them enjoy the stuff that God had for them in retirement. So much stuff has changed. So much stuff has been put on hold. I mean, what about parents who are having to be parents and also be teachers? And um, that wasn't really the plan, was it, for many of us to, um, you know, fulfill these callings that God had for us. So much has changed. So much has been put on hold. So is that the plan? Is the plan for us just to hold on tight and wait for this to be over before we can start calling one another out to become everything God has called us to be? Well, the answer is most definitely no. No, no, no. Surely not. We know that God didn't cause this lockdown. He didn't cause this disaster, but he definitely wants to use it. He wants to use it um, to help us to become more and more of what he has created us to be. And there definitely is a way that we can endure as family in lockdown. The Bible um, is full of examples of people who had to endure real hardship to um, become everything that God had called them to be, real persecution um, and the most horrific circumstances, and they still endured through it. So I want to uh, speak a little bit this morning about the church in Thessalonica. So a little bit of context. Um, Paul and Silas went to Thessalonica and we read about their visit in Acts 17. And they went to um, basically tell people about the resurrected Jesus. And they had great success that a new church formed there and people um, received uh, the love of Jesus. But then, of course, there was persecution. So Paul and Silas had to flee quite quickly out of Thessalonica. It says in Acts that they were there for about three Sabbaths. So they were there for about a month. And then they had to get out of there because they were um, really at threat. Uh, but then Paul decided he needed to send Timothy back. So Timothy went back to find out how the church were doing. And he um, reported back to Paul that they were okay. They were enduring in their faith, but they were struggling. They were struggling. Um, many um, deaths among them in their family, but also um, so much personal persecution and they were missing Paul and Silas of course so Paul decides that he needs to encourage them so he writes the letter um, 1 Thessalonians to um, encourage them and the, the the purpose of this letter was to for him to repair hope he, he wanted to repair their hope and he wanted to encourage them to endure uh, to keep on going but the primary metaphor we read in the passage that Ellie so brilliantly read, the primary metaphor that Paul uses for them to endure in their faith is that of a family. So we read in verses um, 7 and 8, he says, Instead, we were like young children among you. Just as a nursing mother cares for her children, we care for you. Then he talks about them being brothers and sisters in verse 9. And then in verse 11, he says, For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children. So family is really important to Paul. He says that they were like uh, they were like a mother, they were like a father, they were like brothers, they were like sisters. They really became family in their time together. But if you look really carefully, Paul actually defines family in a similar way to how we define family. He talks about um, being among them and sharing the, the news of God with them um, in verse 8, but he doesn't just um, stop there. He says that he, they shared their lives as well. They became fully known among them. Uh, but 
Why did they become fully known? Well, because they unconditionally loved them. They unconditionally loved them. He says in verse eight, he says, we were delighted to share with you. We love, because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you, not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. So because they unconditionally loved them, they wanted to share themselves with them. They wanted to become like family. And the driving force behind and then becoming fully known was this unconditional love for one another. But here's what I want us to notice. The whole reason Paul um, became like family to them and the whole reason that they cared and loved one another and wanted to share the gospel with them is in verse 12. He says it is because they wanted them to live lives worthy of God who calls them into his kingdom and glory. This is why he wanted to become family to them, to tell them this truth, to live lives worthy of God and to become everything that God had called them to be. So yes, family is about being fully known. Family is about unconditionally loving one another. But Paul here is, is um, reminding us that family is also about becoming everything that God has called us to be. And our role as family is to call one another out to do that. So here's my point. Here we have a church in Thessalonica under extreme pressure and persecution. They've had a number of deaths among them. They have um, had real trials, not being able to see, um, see Paul and Silas, and they um, are a bit in disarray. But Paul is encouraging them to endure as a family and to keep calling one another out to be everything that God has called them to be, that they can live lives worthy of God um, and they can come into God's kingdom and into his glory and that they can do all that in spite of the persecution, in spite of the difficulties. And I believe that that is something that we can take hold of this morning as a church, that at St. Peter's we too can endure in these things despite this being a difficult time for us. So we may be locked in, but we are not locked down. We may be locked in our houses, locked out our building, but we are not locked down. We can still thrive. We can still grow. We can still become everything that God has called us to be. And we have opportunity as a St. Peter's family to encourage one another to do that. So how? How can we endure? How do we need to endure? Um, well, I believe the answer for that is in verse 12. So Paul reminds the church in verse 12, he says, that, they can, that he was encouraging, comforting and urging them to live lives of God who calls them into his kingdom and glory. He was encouraging, comforting and urging. And I think this is something that we can do too. So what does it mean? Well, what does it mean to encourage one another? Well, to encourage one another is to put courage into one another. I just love that thought that when one of us is feeling weak, when one of us is feeling afraid, we can put courage into one another. We can speak words of truth, maybe from scripture or prophetically, or just simply, you can do it. We can encourage one another. We can have that in mind, um, you know, in your households, or maybe you could call someone, you can encourage. We can comfort one another. For those who are feeling weak, for those who are mourning, for those who are ill, we can comfort. And this word comfort here means to come alongside. It's just such a beautiful image to put your arm around someone and come alongside them and bring comfort. 
you may um you know obviously be locked in with people and you can physically you are allowed to put your arm around them and bring comfort to those who are feeling sad those who are feeling weak those who are feeling um uh alone but also he says that we can urge and this word here um is a strong one it um is it actually means to testify so to testify is is like being in court to testify to stand up and be your true self we can urge one another to stand up and be um your true self um which may feel a little bit uncomfortable but i i know for me in our household um well i'm just going to give my kids as an example because they're the ones i can think of the most so often you know they they're doing things which i just am finding really annoying and it's just not what they need to do and i'm saying you know stop stop not sharing come on stop not sharing or stop being angry but instead i can replace that with um asking them to stand up and be who they are come on i know you can share i've seen you do it before i know you can do those things and sometimes we need to do that with one another it feels like you have to kind of push yourself to do it but sometimes we see those that we love we see those in our family and we can see that they're believing lies we can see that they're not being their true selves and we can urge them we can say stand up and be your true self we can urge them but we can't do all three at once, can we? We can't comfort, encourage, urge all at the same time. There are certain times to each of them. And each of us are responding differently um, in lockdown. And each of us are going to need different things. Sometimes you are going to just need encouragement. You're not going to need someone to tell you what to do. You're just going to need encouragement. Some of us are just going to need some comfort because we are going through difficulties and we're finding it difficult. We just need someone to come alongside, to listen and to comfort. And for some of us, we do need urging. We need people to say, come on, I know you can do more. I know that you can be more. I know who God has called you to be. There are different ways that we can do it. And, and how? Well, I think we definitely need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us in this because you can't um, urge someone who needs comfort. That isn't the right response. We need the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and guidance in how to be family in this time and how to use these tools of encouraging, comforting and urging people to become everything God has called us to be. But what does this look like practically? Uh, for some of us, I think this is us really thinking about our households, those who are locked in with your young children, older children, um, or housemates, whoever you're, is in your current household. How can you do this with them? How can you encourage, comfort, and urge these people that you are living with? How can we disciple one another and become more like Jesus together? What opportunities are there to ask deeper questions within your households with the people that you're with? Is there a time in the morning where you can ask one another, what, God, what is God saying to you today? Or what, what are you struggling with today? Um, and asking deeper questions and just, how are you? Because we know that there is opportunity here for us to go deeper, for us to understand more of how we can put courage into one another, how we can come alongside one another, and how we can urge one another to stand up and testify. But then for those who, are, who, who don't have someone in their immediate household, who is there that you know from church that you can call, that you can go for a walk with, that you can sit um, in a distance way in the park with and do those things intentionally with them. I know many um, of you are in villages and you have people you're getting to know better, but is there someone that you could get to know even better and really start to ask deeper questions of them? What is God saying to you? Um, and what are you doing about it? How can I urge you to, to, to be everything that God has called you to be? 
And we know that at the moment we can only be um, in our households, but there's soon going to be a time where we connect with other, we can maybe connect with one other household. And we would love for us all to start praying and thinking about um, other people within our church family that we can connect with, that we can start to grow deeper with. Um, and maybe um, that, that could be a new way of us going deeper together and becoming family together. But you may be watching and thinking, I'm watching from another country and I can't get involved with this. Well, I know for sure that there must be people in your household or in your community that you can start to do this with. And then, of course, those who don't live um, in Southeast London who aren't going to be able to come to our church, we encourage you to find people that you can do this with, whether it be in your household or beyond, because God wants us to endure as family during this time. And if you have been watching these streams and you don't know any of us and you're just watching from a distance, I just want to encourage you to connect in. There are ways that we can connect during this time and meet you. We have a newcomers um, Zoom call um, in the on the first Sunday in June, I think June the 4th. And um, every week, Ben or myself um, are on the Zoom call um, after the service and we would love to meet you. Or there's the um, opportunity to have the pre-service Zoom where you can meet some people. We're all very friendly. But there are ways that we can push in and get to know people better during this time and really try to endure in family and know one another deeper. There is so much opportunity to do this. I really do believe that. But what would it like if we did it? What would it actually like? So if, you know, we actually had a go at doing this? Well, I really think, like it says in verse 12, that we would get to enter his kingdom and glory, which is what Paul talks about. So his kingdom is his righteousness and his joy and his peace. And his glory is his presence, God's presence with us. We would be able to enter more into his kingdom and his glory if we did this, if we became more like family. And when we experience God's glory and we experience his kingdom, we become more like him. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Um, that really is so exciting. So if we can get this in lockdown, if we can get this family, enduring as family during lockdown, if we can really push in as a church in this, I really think um, that we won't come back worse. I don't think we'll be battered by this disaster. And I don't think we'll come back the same. I don't think we'll come back, you know, just like, oh yeah, it's the same. You know, we, we got through, we coasted through. But I actually think that if we can endure in this, in this value, in this family value, I really think that we could come back better. I think we could come back stronger. I think we could come back more like family. I think, um, I think it would be so exciting. I just do want to mention that I, I have al we have already seen this. I have already seen people um, pushing in, trying to get to one, one another, to know one another better, to ask deeper questions of one another. I think this, this um, time has actually done that already. I've noticed um, a few people meeting around the back of church at a safe distance, a couple of people who I know have been doing this, have been encouraging and comforting and urging one another. And I know that within um, our village groups and within other groups that people are already doing this. But I guess the encouragement this morning is to enjoy to endure in this as family because we can get through this together and family is so important to us here at St Peter's and we're so good at it and um, we can keep encouraging, comforting and urging one another and the spirit will guide us. We don't need to do this in our own strength. So with that in mind, why don't we just have a moment to receive the Holy Spirit because we believe that we can try our best 
to be good at this, but the Holy Spirit is the one that can give us everything we need to endure in this, give us creative ideas, to give us courage, to give us everything we need. So we, uh, why don't we just have a moment now just to rest in his presence and to receive his Holy Spirit so we can endure in this. So wherever you are, just open your hands, just a way of showing God that you're open. And you can just ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit. So come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Why don't we just take this opportunity to receive God's encouragement and comfort. God may be reminding you now of something that you need courage for, and I just feel God wants to give that to you. You may need comfort. I know that God wants to give that to you. And you may sense the Spirit just resting on you. Why don't you just ask for more? Just say, more of you, Holy Spirit. Bless what you're doing. I'm just going to um, call out a few groups that may want to receive prayer, may need um, extra um, prayer this morning. If you, um, when I talked about being fully known, that triggered for you that sense of loneliness, we would love to pray with you. There is a ministry team in, waiting in the Zoom room who would love to pray with you after we close the service. But if you are in a household um, and there are people who can pray for you, you may want to say to them, please, can you pray for me for this? I'm actually not feeling very known. I would love to be able to trust people with that. I would love to trust that people can get to know me and I would love to receive people's unconditional love and God's unconditional love. And for those who um, feel challenged by that urging encouragement, um, feel, feel like they want to become everything that God has called them to be, but have felt that that thought that actually I'm just going to wait it out until all this is over. Well, I really encourage you to receive prayer for that, to receive prayer that actually this is not a time to just hold on. This is a time to keep becoming everything God has called you to be, that God has opportunity for you, creative ways for you to use your gifts and to be who he has called you to be and to um, allow people to put courage into you, allow people to urge you. Um, so I encourage you to get prayer too. If you are on your own, call a friend or do come into the Zoom ministry room. There are creative ways that we can um, keep ministering to one another. So if you're in your households, I encourage you to just now spend 
spend some time asking one another for prayer or if you um, want to call a friend, call a friend to pray for you or come to the Zoom ministry room. I've given you all the options now. Um, there is a huge opportunity um, for you not just to sit um, and think about these things. We would love to minister to, to one another um, and to encourage one another. So John is going to play a song of worship now and then Ben will close the service.